BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tribune Audio Network. You're the mom, the maid, the keeper of the cookies. You do it all and you look good doing it. It's parenthood on a mother level. Powered by the Quad City Moms blog, here's your host, Denise Hanitka. You guys are going to love my guest today. Hey, it's Denise from On a Mother Level, and thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your friends. Our downloads are up, and it's all because you have been sharing on social media and sharing with a friend. So thank you so much for your support. This is episode six. And today you're going to hear from Matt Randazzo, who's the sports director here at WQAD. He is the dad of four boys. So we talk a lot about being a boy dad. Uh, The other thing you're going to hear that I think you're really going to love is Matt speaks so sweetly about his wife. So that is going to melt your heart. But we're also going to laugh a lot because you may not realize Matt is um, one of the biggest gossips here in the newsroom. So he always has the good juice. And he has um, a quirky way of putting on his makeup. So we're going to talk about all of those things. This is on a mother level. And here's our guest. (laughs) So what? Just I'm nervous. I'm like the, the Planned Parenthood is. lady or whatever who else you've interviewed and just... Oh, know. that's real nice. I don't know. What was it? <laughs> was it? I don't know. <laughs> hey, did he do okay today? This is why boys don't come on the podcast. I know. I'm worried. Um, This isn't going, is it? Yeah, of course it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You took my advice. I did. Well done. See, that's much better <laughs> than you doing your stupid little intro. Hey, my intro was not stupid. Hey, it's Denise. And this is on a mother level. Matt Randazzo is here with me. Matt Randazzo from WQAD, from the sports department. And um, no, she's not from Planned Parenthood. She's from the Quad City Moms blog. You're not going to put that up, Did you do any research? Did you do any research at all before you no, came here? No, you told me not to. <laughs> you told me to come in here unprepared like you normally do with everything in life. And yeah. This will be good. You told me I had to talk about my kids and stuff. I yeah, can do no, that we're gonna, all day. Yeah, we're, well, I told you we were going to talk about your favorite subject, which is you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Go on. <laughs> All about me. I love me some me. Okay, so I actually did prepare to have you in here, which um, was funny because I pulled up your bio on the WQAD page. How outdated is that? Well, How many kids does it say I have? It it does not indicate that you have any children. Good. It does not indicate that you are married in any way, which is probably by design. No, God, no, it's not. (laughs) That's the only thing I got. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's so true. You know that. Okay, so I just... Right off the bat, I feel like we have a couple things in common. Number one, we both were interns at WQAD, which maybe people don't remember that because that was, what, 20, 25 years ago for you. Um, We're both boy parents, okay? So you only have boys. I only have boys. And you will only have boys no matter how many more you have because Turner is the man. (laughs) Well, and that's the other thing that we have in common is that... We both love um, Turner. (laughs) We both love Turner, but also we both have spouses that other people prefer. No, you know? absolutely. Yeah, so we most could talk people about like that Turner better. Yeah, and I clearly prefer. Oh, your people wife, adore Jen, Jen which is yeah. makes sense. So but we don't argue about that. Like we both, you freely admit <laughs> yeah. that Turner. Yeah, absolutely. Turner's no, he's great. way better. And way that's better what I tell me. people too. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd hang out with Jen all day besides me. She's much <laughs> better than I am. 
I am blown away by Jen as a human because um, she's married to you. This isn't going to be like and, the Jen podcast, um, is it? Well, I think she's going to really enjoy listening to this. Yeah. Um, but she also tolerates the fact that there are four boys in your house. There's five. All under... There's okay. Five. Me. Okay, I have four boys and one man. How about oh, that? that's the nicest thing you ever <laughs> said to me. <laughs> it only took four minutes in the podcast. Can we be done now? Can okay, we leave? Yeah, let's. Um, I'm not gonna do. Uh, I'm not gonna kiss up to you this whole podcast. Go on, that, you have really good exhausting. notes. That's gonna get really, really exhausting. Yeah, no, you can be normal and make fun of me here soon. It's okay. Okay, so Matt, I'm actually gonna give you an opportunity to make fun of me. Oh. Do you remember when I was an intern here? Because you were like long entrenched at WQAD yeah. when. Uh, when I was I an intern. Think I, do, I think I do. Okay. Do you, like, but do you, you gotta remember, remember anything specific? This is, no, God, no. <laughs> this is going to make me look really bad, but like there's some reporters here at the station. Yeah. Like I had somebody complain to me today because she's like, she told somebody else, she's like, Matt's never spoken to me. I'm just like, is that, is that normal? Ouch. So I just, I get so wrapped up into what's going on and, and so busy. And, and you know me, I, uh, mm-hmm. I can be inappropriate. So I think I'm, I'm an acquired taste. So before <laughs> I like just openly start talking to people, like I can, what would I have said to intern Denise? Probably something that would have gotten me in trouble. When did you yeah. intern here? Okay. So that was, Put me back 2000, to... it was 2005. Okay? okay. And I have two distinct Matt Randazzo memories. Oh okay? God. So <laughs> back in 2005, you weren't in sports. You were reporting. No. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? And you had kind of worked your way up to that. Yep, yep. So two memories. Number one is so I was sent out with you because you were covering some kind of crash involving a semi on the interstate on I-80. Okay. And for some reason, we were parked somewhere. We weren't on the interstate, but we parked like up a bluff. And so you had... In showing the aftermath of this crash, you had grabbed off the ground some like debris from the crash that right. flew. Yeah, that's probably and good. And so you were, you, you know, you were being very demonstrative. Was I doing and like a stand up? Yeah, okay. you were doing a live shot. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you were doing a live shot and you picked up this debris and you were like, this crash was so bad. Look at this debris. It's right here. And so Visual. what I, like I knew it. then that, um, what I thought then, which I know the truth now is, I mean, back then, you were like a real live reporter. Yeah. So just like a like a young intern like me, like, this is Matt Randazzo. He's reporting, and this That's... is what you want to do for a living. Now I know you're an idiot <laughs> and a total moron, and no one should no. be looking up to you. But at that but time... But they do. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. At that time, you really were very impressive to yeah, me. Yeah. That's... God, I don't even remember a <laughs> thing about that, which sounds really bad on my part, but well, like... there are a lot of interns who come through these hallways. Yeah, but not all of them come back and become successful. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, that's true. So, and become, you know, like the <laughs> face of WQAD like you are. We'll talk about my weekend and the people who adore you on my weekend oh, later gross. on. But um, no, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> okay, so but I'm glad I didn't do anything stupid. No, I'm really no, no, no. worried right now. No, because two distinct <laughs> memories of me in 2005 can't be good. Well, because you have to remember that in 2005 I was like really hoping to one day be like a reporter, yeah. like a real life reporter. So you were in front of me. I'm sure your attitude you was so much better no, than it is now. So much better. I was so much more motivated and determined. So my other memory, and this isn't that personal of a one, but um, I remember the story that you did, something about a golf course, and you put on, you put on some oh. sort of like rainproof I remember that. suit. Yeah, so what were you doing? Do so you remember? So here's the best part of that story, and you'll yeah. enjoy this. So, um, and it's funny because I think at that time I wanted to go visit my new girlfriend, Jennifer. 
who I'm actually oh, now, wow. of course. Oh, okay. And so I wanted to work a day shift. I had even talked to Alan Baker, who's our news director now and was our assignment editor, about doing something early. And our good friend Jose Casillas suggested, because we hadn't had, we were in a drought, so how do the golf courses get through? Yes, it's like, yes. He's like, we got to get out there when they're watering really early. I'm like, that's perfect. I can get out here by noon. So we went out there, and you're going to love this, and you can probably find it. So Jose's the one who's like got all this planned. He's like, "We'll get you. I got all my rain gear and stuff. We'll have you do um, your your stand up on the green as the sprayers are going, sprinklers <laughs> yeah, and everything." Yeah. I'm like, this is perfect. And you can hear on the tape. I'm getting ready to do it. I'm walking, and you can. hear, I'm like, "Am I good?" And Jose's like, "Yeah." And he's like chuckling, and you can <laughs> hear the guy who we interviewed behind him going, "That sprinkler's gonna hit him right in the face." And Jose goes, "Yeah, I know it." <laughs> and sure enough, it just lights me up as I'm talking. And then we actually use that as our rollout that yes, night. Yes, I remember that. I distinctly yes. remember that. And, and so it was like, "Look at this thing that Matt Randazzo has done," and now he's like the if, blooper if, reel at the end of the if thing. If you think about it, like that totally is Jose. Like that's no, totally sure. what Jose yeah. would do, yeah. and like mm-hmm. you can hear his laugh. Can you 100%. not like his yeah. little? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, this is great. I know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so this is yeah. And then I got out of here early. I think Jen was yeah. um, interning, and she was spending like a month in Detroit. So I actually flew up to Detroit to visit her. And now here I am, almost oh, whatever, fifteen years later. Folks. We're married with four kids. Man, you are an old timer. You just yeah. turned forty this week. I did. I did. Do you feel any different? I don't at all. I don't what whatsoever. Did it the was, knees creak just a little more? They did. Yeah. So it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Like it doesn't. Right. They were already creaking and stuff like that. So, man, I am. I'm surprised you remember. Yeah. Because yeah, quite. Fr- I'm a new year intern here. Like I remember when like you came back. Yeah. To be an anchor. Yeah. I was like Denise. I'm like oh come on, you remember she was an intern here? I'm like, nope. No, I I didn't. Nope. But but now we put our makeup on together every day and complain. Yeah, like, look how much we've grown. It's, I know. It's, it's so nice. It's really kind of adorable when you think about no. it. Um, so I told you on the podcast your prep had to be to come up with like a win of the week and a fail of the week. So do you want me to start and kind of get the groove going? So like um, parenting-wise? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. uh, does it have to be this week? Um, I prefer it to Ooh. be timely. I mean, this is um, I got a, a really, really good fail. Okay. But yeah, it's do you like, want it? It's you... years old though. Okay. Well, I think people will still enjoy it. I think so. All right. I'll clean it do you, up. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to kick off with the fail? Yeah. So I'm. Um, you know, my boys are uh-huh. all like mainly sports nuts like me. Yeah. My oldest Charlie is a is a nut nut sports wise, and he has been since he could walk and know what was going on. We're big Detroit Lions fans, which is tough. So this is 2015. So I'm putting Charlie at like five years old probably. And they had a playoff game, and my brother and I, we always watched the playoff games down, or not even, just every game downstairs, and Charlie would always walk with, watch with us, and it's really dorky. We actually have a touchdown Lions dance, and as the more Aww. kids that we've had, you throw the kids. We'd throw Charlie back and forth to each other, then we had Colton, so now we throw Charlie and Colton, and then the more kids we had, like, our backs went out and stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> and now, like, when the Lions score a touchdown, like, 10 minutes later, we're done with our dance, because it takes that long to do okay. it. But anyways, um, so we watched the game, and the Lions lost, and they, they really did. They got... They got they got screwed over pretty okay. bad. It was pretty bad, and so and I'm pretty sure that I wasn't my language wasn't what it should be during the game. I was pretty fired up, but like that year, that tradition was when the Lions won, we got high V Chinese. Well, the Lions lost, and I'm not happy. I look at Charlie. I said, Charlie, get in the car, and he goes, Huh? I go get in the car. We're gonna go get high V Chinese. Little Charlie, five years old. He goes, But the Lions didn't win. I go, Daddy wants to feel good. Get in the car. So he goes, gets in the car, and I don't realize what I was saying throughout the game, and. My biggest fail ever, five years old. Oh, God. He goes, Daddy. I go, what? He goes, what does F mean? (laughs) 
This is so not shocking if you know Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it means we got screwed. No, Jip, no. Just don't talk to Daddy right now. Right? Just leave Daddy alone. So, and that was probably, then the next day I was like, gosh, my five-year-old just asked me what the F word means. Yeah, you must have said it at least, oh, at least twice. Yeah, it probably was, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Gosh. So that was my, my biggest fail was probably that. Little crab rangoon with a side of F word? Yeah, it was, it was not, it was not one of my, and, and now Jen listening to this and hearing this for the first mm-hmm. time, I'm sorry, sweetie, because I'm yeah. sure she'll listen to this. And yeah. so I'm sure she's heard that story before, yeah. but she's still not very happy about it. Yeah, the first time Abram said the F word, yes, he's less than three years old and he's already said the F word. Um, no, because, did he really? Yeah, well, yes. Because it and was... I, now I don't feel as bad. Yeah, so, and it was completely my fault. It was under my watch and he was repeating after me. So we were um, we were arguing about whether or not he was going to eat his waffle in the morning. He was doing that stupid toddler thing where they go, I want a waffle. No, I don't want a waffle. Mm-hmm. I do want a... So at some point I just said, you're going to eat this blank and waffle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he turned on his little voice and he goes, eat a blank and waffle. <laughs> eat a blank. And, and like my, just like, no. I would, you're, you're, you just freeze and your stomach is going, yeah, oh not... my gosh. To hear that word come out of this teeny, tiny, precious little baby boy's mouth. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And it made, it honestly made me feel sick. I have not has stopped saying me. Uh, no, he hasn't. And yeah, and you you do though. I still do. I'm I really do bad about it. Like I could honestly go story for story <laughs> with like there was another Lions game. It's weird how it comes around in sports. Hmm. A few years later, and we had relatives over and everything, and like the Lions end up winning this game, but there was late fourth quarter, and it was it was another bad call. But Charlie stands up and then like the the relatives are in the other room, and he yells, "Throw the effing flag!" And I'm like. <laughs> Now, in his defense, he was dead on. Like yeah. he should have thrown a fuck. So I had I threw I threw the I threw him into his room. I'm like, buddy, you just you can't, you can't. say that around grandma and papa. Like you can't do that kind of stuff. He's like, but dad, I'm like, I get it. And I'm like, and it, and I go, and he goes, I'm not gonna get to watch the rest of the game. I don't know. I'm like, well, if you just act like daddy gave you a good talking to and stuff, I'm like, we'll like let's we'll, come we'll up let with it, a deal. Yeah, we'll kid. let it we'll let it roll for a little bit and then go from there. <laughs> So, boy, Pat Charlie's going to come off of this podcast feeling like he's, because he's a really good kid. Yeah, no, he's but such a good kid. He gets, uh, he gets his, his potty mouth from me. But Well, we are going to talk a lot about Charlie. Whatever wins. Yeah. Okay, well, so that wasn't even my fail. Can I give my fail? Yeah. Okay, so. This week. Um. Yeah, so this actually just happened this morning, and I'm still outraged about it. So, uh, I know you apply makeup, but you probably don't. No, you don't have a beauty blender because no, you apply no. your makeup <laughs> using. Tell that. I, okay. I, I think this is great. Okay. Like, I'm proud of this. So um, I'll get to my beauty blender story in just a minute. But Matt applies his makeup by pouring foundation into a spoon. See, I wouldn't even have known it was called foundation. Yeah. So, and but you use these like two colors that you mix to make like a custom shade, yeah, which is n- just nine. N- nine. <laughs> That's like the most nine of the nine of the ever. tan ones, and then four of the white ones, and you just I don't understand. And you pour that. it into a little container or a spoon. So he pours it into a spoon, like he's like mixing up like a bowl of crack cocaine or something. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think you'd use a spoon. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to go down that road, but yes. Yeah, and then you take a pen cap. Yeah. Well, so and you use mix the little with. tail of the pen cap to mix, uh-huh. and then you just you take this disgusting old brush and slather. When's the have last you ever time noticed? that brush? Oh, it's probably was be- oh, I mean, it's just Do you have to wash just, them. I mean, you should probably. And here's the it. thing: is like, have you ever noticed when I like get the pen cap and I I stir it up, mm-hmm. I take the pen cap and I wipe it on my forehead. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I don't want to waste any of the what I got. Like, that yeah. stuff's expensive. No, you're, I don't yeah, have you're, the. You're I don't nine, have the. I don't have the 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 high high money dress accounts oh, like yeah. you do and oh, the makeup yeah. accounts. You and Merton and Sahara, they guys get you guys get all the money. Yeah, no, rolling in it. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I put on my makeup. Get back well, to your face. Respectable people have what's called a beauty blender, where it's like this little egg shaped thingy, and it's spongy, and you wet it down, and you apply your makeup with a little dab, dab, dab. You know, I don't like. No, I don't want to do that at all. Okay, so that's called a beauty blender. Okay, and they're like fifteen bucks a piece. The way I look at it is, I want to apply. If I have to wear makeup every day, I want to apply it wrong. Like I don't want to do it the way that women do it. I want to do it in a completely different way. It's just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It's been like that. The reason that I did that because when we first had to start wearing makeup, we went HD. So it's a long time ago, and um, oh my gosh, Polly. Yeah, Polly was, Mayfield. And she's like Miss Iowa or whatever. And she's one of our reporters. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, and they had like these spray guns. Were you here? Yeah, that? the they airbrush had to, like, thing. They, mm-hmm. And you had to spray it. And, then, and they're like, you need to come out about an hour early. And I'm just like, well, I can't do that. I got <laughs> stuff to do. Like, I'm busy. And so they showed me how to mix it. And then I'm just like, Polly, I can't do it. I'm like, I'm not putting my... She, so she, for the last six months she was here, put my makeup on every single day. Oh, my god! I would go sit down and she would apply my makeup. It's and then hard one to believe day she, she moved on yeah, from this no, job. Exactly. <laughs> Went running from this job Shocker. as fast as possible. So then I, uh, I, and then I had to do it on my own. And that's, that's, that's how I do it. So when I use a beauty blender, it, it comes out real nice and smooth. Well, Abram loves these stupid beauty blenders. He calls them mommy's puffies. <laughs> he keeps taking them and hiding them somewhere in my house, okay? So Sounds they're like, like $15 a piece, and they keep disappearing. So this morning, I go to sit at my makeup table. It's in my little walk-in closet. I sit at my makeup table, and I look for my beauty blender. It's nowhere to be found. This is now the third beauty blender in at least as many months that has just disappeared. And so at some point, I'm going to move out of my house, and the beauty blenders are going to be discovered in some sort of mystic cavern. He's going to have some sort of a some sort of a hideaway where he keeps my $15 beauty blenders. And they're all fresh and new because they're replaced every other week because someone keeps taking them and hiding them. And I was on my hands and knees, recording an Instagram story today, trying to find this stupid beauty blender. I like how you thought to record an Instagram story. Well, it did turn out really funny. Did, um, is, is Turner like worried at all that your son likes makeup stuff? No, I don't think okay, so. Good. No, although he did yell at me the other day because I um, handed Is this Abram, Abram or Turner. No, Turner yelled at me because I handed Abram some chapstick, and he was like, "Don't give him lipstick." I was like, "Hold on, it's a Burt's Bees. Slow your roll. It's, it's like, fine. <laughs> relax. relax. We're only gonna have boys, yeah. and they're gonna be manly Jeez. like you, Turner. Relax." God. My, I always tell my kids that because I can't. They like to come in, and they're like, especially Charlie and yeah. Colton when they were younger. They'd be like, let's put, I'd say, want to go put on daddy's war paint? <laughs> that's what we called it. Oh my God. And then we'd go back there. Cause that's, and they'd count the drops. They'd be like, one, two. I'm just like, I wonder if they're going to like tell a therapist about this someday. Like, yeah, well, we used to help dad put on makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's all I could think of. But I guess that's okay. I don't want to like judge anybody who does wear, I mean, hey, they're very well rounded young men. So my win, yeah, give me your win this week would be, and I don't know, it could be a win or a loss. You tell me. Um, the boys were, it's probably this weekend, probably Sunday, they were really acting bad. And it was Chase, my four year old. And I was trying to get him focused to do something. I don't usually yell at Che a lot. He's a really good kid. And, like, he was not doing what he was supposed to. I'm like, Che, do you want... I call him Che. I go, Che, do you want me to call Santa? <laughs> it's fr- it's August. And I already pulled the Santa card. <laughs> it's going to be a long six months, but buddy. it worked. So is that a win? Because it worked? Like, I literally... Yeah. Grabbed my, have you done that yet? 
the Santa? Yeah, you probably no, haven't had... He's, like, he's, he doesn't really yeah. get it yet. He's still You will, young. and I it's will. great. I will. And like, I literally grab my phone too, and I start like doing this, and they're like, no, 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 no. And he does exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so I think it's a win, but yeah, then it's probably I'd a loss a because win. can I grind this out for another four months or five months? I think you can. With him, I can. Do your kids all still believe? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Well, I just wasn't sure. Well, now I, I hope like they're, kids... now they can't listen to well, this. Well, believe, believe, I mean, Charlie listens know. to this podcast every single week. Well, and I know, now yeah, I, I know he does. Do he left me a nice review the other day. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Um, no, they do, like, Jen was really, um, in, I think she was, like, 30 when she found out. Like, she was one of those people oh. that, like, it took her forever. Like, her mom and dad had to, like, <laughs> tell her and sit her down and, like, explain what's going on. <laughs> so I really hope, and I think it's going to be tough for my younger two because the older two, once they find out, I get to see them being, like, jerks blab. and, like, just like yeah. getting mad at them someday and being like, well, that's not, you know. Yeah. And so I'm really, I can't even say it. Like, I get no, worried no, about no, even no. saying it. Yeah, no, don't say it. Yeah. Don't say But, like, that's what worries me about that. But then again, like, I look at my younger two kids and they're just, <laughs> there's a lot of different things that they're, <laughs> they're going to have a much different experience growing up than the other two because there's two older brothers. I was telling Jen the other day that, like, this is probably inappropriate to even say, but, like, Carson, our youngest, our two-year-old, is going to have his pick of the litter when it comes to fake IDs. Oh, that's true. Because they all look alike. Yeah. Kind of. And so, like... Kind of. Yeah, well, there's... <laughs> no, they all look yeah, they incredibly do. alike. Yeah, they Are do. So, like, that's... And then, of course, Jen yelled at me for, like, even thinking about that kind of stuff, which oh, is probably true. Oh, they're, of going to do that. My brothers did that, and they're five years apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he's really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's great. she did not agree with me. So. <laughs> okay, so my win of the week is this weekend I was in Chicago for the Backstreet Boys. God. I mean, is, that's just a win in itself. And it doesn't have to be a parenting win. It can just well, be like just a win. Hold on. How come I can't finish my story? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. See, this is the normal, <laughs> Denise, that everybody doesn't see on television. Yes, you know. Um, so, yeah, I was in Chicago for the Backstreet Boys concert. Yeah. It was amazing. Okay, so. So you've seen 98 Degrees and the Backstreet Boys in the span of. Yeah, a couple months. That's. Mm-hmm. that's well, you know, like the 90s are having a moment right now. Yeah. You know, the 90s They're all, are like. It's popular yeah. now. Yeah. And like, I, you know, most sports guys should be on here going, I don't care. But like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I grew up in that kind of area-ish. Now, here's the thing. So, um, this concert was at the United Center, and it was, I mean, these guys. Did they sell out the they, United Center? Yes. That's it was amazing. Well, I mean, they, there was one section of it that was roped yeah, off because yeah. it was behind the stage or whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And um, these guys sang and danced through the whole thing. Did they? And when you, or did you they, like, no, you could tell. No, 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 no. It, it sounded like they were singing for being real. Very different. I know, I really am. Because um, you know, like, I was how dare that. you even suggest? But so they would. They put these guys up on the, um, you know, the jumbotron or yeah, whatever yeah. screen or whatever. You can tell these these dudes are getting old, and I don't. Oh I, yeah. No, you know, like they've been in the game twenty six years, and to they. See that. But they. Oh man. Doesn't they that make you feel sang sad though? And danced. It did. It did kind of. Yeah. Because it makes you like. That's exactly how when I see these guys or like this totally that you don't watch, but like I'll watch wrestling and I'll see like a wrestler that I used yeah. to watch when I was little, and they come out and they like they can barely walk and they look <laughs> like I'm just like, but that was my guy. Like that was what what happened, and that's Aww. the way I think of like with base. But, but then again, I'm old and you're not, so. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah, that's true. I'm very young and. And what? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where that was going. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I think this is going well. Yeah, no, I I feel good about it. So, (laughs) but my actual, so the, I'm telling the Backstreet Boys story. Do you have a story? Well, I was in Chicago for the whole weekend. I saw the the Backstreet Boys. That's awesome. And then when I got home, Abram said, Mama, you at, you at Costco? I said, no, baby, I was in Chicago. I was with, I was with your Aunt Stacy. You at Costco? 
So he thinks Chicago is Costco. Aww. So I thought that was really cute. So I'm obviously not going to correct him because yeah, no, no, calling no. it Costco is way and funnier. And you video recorded him saying it, correct? No. That's what I usually, and then send it to no, somebody because then they'll think that, it's really though. cute. Well, it, well, the minute, I don't know if your kids do this, the minute I take out my phone, he goes, I want to see a video. Yeah. I've seen a video. So you're Can like, they, ah. how good is Abram with your phone? Terrible. So he Garbage. doesn't know what he's no. doing. Okay. No. Mm -mm. My, and Carson's younger. Yeah. Than, and he's like a, a whiz Proficient. at it. It's, it's, it's That's scary. scary. He'll like flip it open, go right to YouTube. And he's obsessed with um, the movie Sing. Um, have you seen the movie Sing? No, that's it's the one the with Elton the... It's got the Elton John um, song the, where it's like, okay. the, and it's, I'm still standing or whatever. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he that just pig sings it nonstop. Oh. And the, that, I mean, it's just, and he <laughs> finds it every time. We went to South Dakota on vacation. We drove and we, and, and we watched that chapter of that movie 104 times. Oh, gosh. And it was obnoxious. Every time he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh. And at first, Jen's like, he's so cute. And Jen, after, towards the end, Jen's like, I can't take this anymore. So. so the other thing that we do on this podcast is we usually do like moms in the headlines where we talk about like a, um, some sort of parenting story related to moms. Well, yeah. I've got a dad's in the headlines. I like you. that. And it's sports related. You love sports. You're so sportsy. I'm sports, very sports, 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 and sports. Um, so um, this is from People Magazine. The headline is Tom Brady expected son Benjamin to love sports as much as his older son. Okay, so I just think it's interesting because if you're the kid of Tom Brady, I mean, people, yeah. people are expecting some stuff out of you. So um, in the article, he basically says that his older boy, his son Jack, who's 11, loves sports and he's all up in it. So then he has another little boy named Benjamin, who's about two years older, and he says... Um, he initially assumed that Benjamin would just be like Jack, and he um, he would say, come on, let's do this. And he was like, nope. And I'm like, what? No, do this, trying to get him to get involved yeah, yeah. in sports. And Giselle, you know, when your wife's Giselle, she says, would you understand that your son is different? And Brady says, it was hard for me. He's a boy. He should do the things that I do. The reality is that Benny likes different things, and it's great because now I just have to go and do what he wants to do and so we have he the get best time. So he gets it now? Yes, he gets it now. But he didn't get that to begin with? I guess not. Because... So, I mean, so you have four boys. Yeah. Charlie's a sports nut. Yeah. I mean, is everybody going to be as voraciously into no, sports as no, Charlie? Not at no, all. And like, and everyone, and Charlie does the travel baseball, travel basketball. His, he probably played 50 baseball games this summer, 60 baseball games, and they start their next practice. Already. I mean, it's just crazy. Youth sports is a whole podcast that you could do on its own. It's, it's, as, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. It's nuts. But, um, and he loves it. And, and, and there was a time, I think, last year where I told somebody, I'm like, yeah, like, how was your weekend? I'm like, oh, yeah, Charlie had nine games in, like, three days. Yeah, I think that was me. And, I'm just, and they're just, like, they, this horrible look on their face, like, <laughs> what are you doing? But he loves it. Yeah. And I'm not pushing him to do it. It's just he loves to do it. And Colton, my seven-year-old, plays baseball, plays basketball, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't love, I mean, he enjoys to go do it, but he's not serious about yeah. it. And if he played nine baseball games in three days, he would lose his mind. Yeah. So you just don't push him to do that. He's He plays the piano. He's great at playing the piano. And like, that's totally my thought process going into having kids was everyone thought, I think, like family-wise and friend-wise, that like I just have my kids out there trying to do the things that I couldn't do or try to live right. my life through them. And I just, it's not that way. And you don't want them to be like that. So, and you never know, like the light could turn on for Colton in a year and say, I love this kind of stuff. I want to go do it. But you just don't force him. Then you got little Chasey, who is four and he's Charlie 2.0. And like, so Charlie played for this Hitman team this year. And before the games, Tracy would help us warm up. He would stretch with the kids. He'd run with the kids. We'd go do all our like wiffle balls and heavy balls and all that kind of stuff. And they'd let Chasey go through and do it yeah. too. 
I don't want to sound like that dumb dad. The kid is good. Like really? he's got this like little. He's four and he's like his. He shifts his weight weight really good and he's like, and so he's just like Charlie two point wow. I mean it's crazy. And then I who knows about Carson. But like it's just and, and honestly it doesn't bother me. Like I'm surprised. Like I think Tom Brady looks like an idiot because yeah. like yeah their kids are gonna like what they're gonna like and I I some of my my favorite times in life is spending time with just Colton and we're not doing baseball or basketball or anything like that. We're just, you know, hanging out or watching movies and all that kind of stuff. And he, he absolutely loves it. And, like, I don't want to sit down here and say, like, Colton, because he enjoys it, he, but it's just yeah. It, there's a different level of, like, intensity between the kids. And you just got to realize that and notice that and go from there. So many adults, so many dads live their lives vicariously through their kids. Yeah. Well, you it's probably crazy. see that a lot. It's crazy. So I coach. I actually i am pretty proud of this, which it makes no sense that I can do with my job. But I coached Charlie in baseball. Colton baseball and Chase in baseball this year and then I coached wow. the two oldest in basketball but I was like the assistant coach that knew like I was just like there when I could be there or not but I got to a lot of stuff and like the parents are I mean and I don't any parent that's on the team that's listening to this I'm not saying this but just in general youth sports I mean it's crazy and like we had for for Charlie's hitman baseball team they had tryouts at nine years old and we cut four kids from the team this year for next year oh. and it's just like last year hit, and I luckily I don't have to do it I said I'm a coach but I don't have to do the nasty stuff which is good but last year going into his nine-year-old year from eight years old he was eight years old and and we cut a kid I didn't know it and we went to a, base, uh, a little kid's birthday party eight-year-old birthday party and the kid came up and I was like hey buddy how are you and he's like got a tear in his eye he goes coach Matt I'm not good enough to play for the team anymore oh, and I'm just like no. oh it was the worst and I like got down oh, close to him and I was like and I'm dead serious I was like buddy I'm like I'm going to cover you playing baseball someday you're going to do anything you want to do keep at it and blah 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 and it was just like oh my gosh this is what we do like yeah. this is, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, it's, that's the youth sports that it is. And then of course here I have my kid doing the same stuff. So I don't, I don't, I must not like it. Yeah. If there's pluses to it too. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. The kids do more, more sports than I ever did. I remember when I was little around this time of year, I put my baseball glove away and I didn't touch it again until like April. And then I was like, wow, it's baseball season. And you'd open up your glove and you get it loosened up again. You go outside and you play. They never put the gloves away. And the same with basketball and football. Yeah. You, you try to play everything all year round. It's nuts. So. Well, so, I mean, you've got to love that they are outside doing things yeah. as opposed to being inside. My kids don't know video games. That's awesome. Which is, I think that's, that's really my great. biggest, I mean, now, don't get me wrong, they'll know how to grab my phone and do stupid stuff on my phone, and they'll, they do have an iPad in which they'll play, like, some learning games and stuff on it like that, but they don't have, like, they'll come home and Charlie will be like, Dad, this, this kid played whatever, and I'm just like, oh, what's the one, the big popular one, Fortnite? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, like, the thing, Charlie, he's like, I don't even know what it is, Dad, I'm like, good. Let's keep it that way. That's awesome. Yeah. So, That's really cool. But and then I also say to him, too, I'm just like, like just these last couple of weeks, I'm like, go outside. Like, when I was young, I was outside from, like, 8 o'clock in the morning till like, it got dark out. And they, like, one day, they all came in. They're just like, Dad, it's just kind of hot outside. I'm like, I used to play. And I felt like my dad. It was 100 <laughs> degrees, and I'd play on the driveway for four hours straight. Then we'd eat an apple off the tree, and then we'd go play some more. And I literally said that to them. Like, I was, like. But it's true. Yeah, but that's what we it did. So, I mean, it's a different era with young kids and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, they don't, they don't do the video game stuff, which is good. I did when I was, like, in college. I'd do, like, the Tetris and stuff like that, but I don't, I didn't get into it too pong. much. Pong, did you play some Pong? Yeah, <laughs> and like Mario, Mario Brothers and RBI Baseball, but nothing like it, so they don't do that, that kind of video game stuff. So when you, but when you told me that Charlie had nine games or whatever in a weekend, I mean, my automatic thought goes to, okay, you have four kids, and if they are all in sports yeah. one day, how, like, how are you going to manage a time commitment that intense Jen, this when is you have the four kids? Jen, this is the portion of the podcast where you need to turn <laughs> things, turn it off. <laughs> Love you, sweetheart. 
go up, go about your business. Um, no, it's crazy. And it already is. I mean, it yeah. already is. There's been weekends where, I mean, with the travel baseball, you go to Des Moines, you go to Wisconsin, you, you travel around and stuff too. So it gets nuts. I got a fantastic set of uh, in-laws that do a lot for us, which is, and my mother helps me out a lot too and stuff like that. So it's just, and then like when you get on these teams, I mean, it sounds cheesy and cliche, but they become like, we call ourselves the Hitman family. And like they, they like somebody needs a ride to someplace, we'll make sure they get there and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to get, that's why like if Colton doesn't love it that much, that's okay. Like right. that, that helps all the way around. We like, need a seat in the van. Yeah, that, that's absolutely <laughs> great. So, um, and the brothers too, because they go there and they watch. And like Colton played baseball, he so he played little league and like town ball, and he had thirty games still. Like that's and then Chasey played t ball, and he probably had oh twelve, nothing crazy like that. But now, and this is the point where I hope Jen stopped listening. You can play a five. There's a five and six year old travel baseball team. So Chase travel turns, for five year olds. Yeah. So and then when you say travel, like these guys don't go anywhere but the quad cities. But They're still, not just like the level of competitiveness. But they'll play though, up like. against, against seven year olds. And so like Jen actually like, and it wasn't me. It was Jen. Was like, do you think we have Chase try out for the the? And we didn't. And it was more of me saying no, just because once you start, like it's going to continue. Yeah. And I'm like, he's all right. He can keep. Heck, he he'll get better. He'll continue to do what he needs to do and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, like, do you Charlie worry that do he's, he's going to burn? Good. Like, do you worry any of these kids are going to burn? out or like they even talk about how kids get injured because yeah. they're you know using these muscles i'm really so a intensely. big fan of like of of kids playing multiple sports you have to and that's so we'll, we're doing our high school football previews right now and for the last six seven years the numbers have gone down and down and you've seen it and people have always asked like what is it and the first thing is concussions like mm -hmm. they think that's the big thing and it's not as much that as specialization of sports so there'll be kids that maybe are playing youth baseball in their early teen years and they, they're pretty good and mom or dad will say hey let's focus on this because this is going to be our our ticket to like a college education or something mm -hmm. like that so they'll they'll play baseball non-stop and they quit playing basketball they quit playing um football they quit playing soccer all these kind of things and it doesn't it doesn't do anything for them are you, why are you taking a picture of me just relax right. we need it for promotional material <laughs> okay you're right so a picture of you will not sell this podcast <laughs> i don't think you're going to get anything from that Jeez. so like that's the big thing is like um if kids can and i'm having this argument kind of with charlie right now and even a little bit with with colton it, it's going to be basketball season soon so we've started yeah. basketball practice on which sounds crazy because it's august but we had an open gym practice um just let the kids get, kids get in play and like they're so gung-ho on baseball right now that you have to, and it's not even just uh, um, in order to get good at basketball. It's like, get your mind away from baseball for a little bit. Yeah. Like, we'll still have practices for baseball, but like, let's forget, it. you use different muscles, You your endurance is different in different sports, you run differently. It, they all help in, in, in the grand scheme of things. So put it away for a little bit and go do something different. Nowadays, that's, so for football, it comes down to concussions, specialization of sports, and then this is going to sound mean, but like, and I'm going to sound old, but it's kids are, kids are, football is, is fun to score touchdowns on a Friday night, but it's hard to go to practice for four yeah. hours. And so I kids see people scoring touchdowns on Friday nights and think that's going to be a lot of fun. The road to get there is, is hard. And a lot of times if a kid's not the starting, you know, quarterback or running back, then they say, I don't want to play and they go play video games. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you, you still need in order to play football, you need, you know, 22 kids, you need 30 kids on a high school football team to play. And if they're not the star player, they kind of go. Yeah, there's so, a lot of little jobs. But yeah, you can burn out on it. I mean, you can, but I don't know. It's just, it's a mind, that's a parent's responsibility. They got to, and, and hopefully they do it. 
Because if there's ever, like I, like I said with Colton, he's not that interested. So we're not going to push him to do exactly. it. Exactly. Charlie, I'll push. Like we have, we have, yeah. we have arguments and like, I'll have a good friend of mine, John Marks. Like there'd be times that like, he's just not doing something that I can't get through to him because I'm dad and I'm an idiot. So I'll call Johnny and I'll say, Hey, can you, can you help out with Charlie? So I'll tell John, I'll go home and I'll say, Hey, uncle Johnny, going to hit with you tomorrow. And he thinks, Oh, this is great. And then. Well, I'll talk to Johnny. He's like, yeah, I got him to do this, this, this. When I'm like, the same things I've been telling him nonstop to do for exactly. the last two weeks. He's like, yeah, but it's somebody else telling him something and you're just dumb dad and he doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So. Oh, that's a good strategy. Yeah. I mean, so does any of the concussion stuff worry you about football I, and your kids? Our kids don't play football. But will they? Like, do you think if they'll they want, want to? If they want to, absolutely. Charlie yeah. played flag football when he was like five or six. And then when you start playing baseball and it's so active and he's got fall ball and then basketball, he does that. It just... Yeah, I asked him last year. I said, do you want to play? And he goes, no, I'm okay. Charlie's small, as you know. So, like, I think he thinks he'll get, he'll get beat pretty yeah. good. But um, if they want to, I'm all for it. Yeah. I think it's absolutely great. But um, I think Jen's happy that they're not. Like, I think she's okay with it. I think she's okay with But you watch baseball and basketball, and they're just as physical. I mean, you can, right. you can hurt yourself just as easily in, in, in those sports as you can football. So she's thrilled by it. But, but I mean, but the, thinking but about you guys sitting as boys at a are totally going to. I, if you would ask Jen, which you should have Jen on here besides me anyway, <laughs> but if you'd ask her, I would guarantee you she would say that she enjoys basketball and like being in the gym for a little bit, even for a day. Then they go, I mean, those baseball tournaments, they're long. I mean, we'll play Just like brutal. four or five games a day. Like you'll start at nine o'clock in the morning. You'll get done at like eight o'clock at night. And it's just, you're eating at the ballpark twice. Like with other kids, with your kids there. Oh, you get ready for it. I can't wait. Well, see, I did all of this stuff with my brothers. I always had, to, had to sit go there along. and like sit in the chair yeah. and like pack a diet coke and but like, back in the day ugh. like nowadays like i mean kids that's when the ipads come in handy and stuff like that because then you can toss the little kid and say hey but like chasey was our little ball boy or a bat boy so he was in the dugout with oh, me and Chase so he's one of my favorite yeah, he's ones. the best so Gosh, he, uh, he's so cute he um but yeah i mean it's just it's it is you get ready for it because yeah. it's it's in your future well i have no problem i i maybe shouldn't say this but i have no problem with my kids playing football number one so turner played college football for yeah. western illinois so um what a stud so i think feel like <laughs> I feel like you know it, I don't know I think it's cool but also I just think football is a character builder yeah you know what I mean something about and maybe I've watched one too many football movies no, or exactly. something but I just feel like all sports are character builders but in particular I feel like football really 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 is and it, it, it's it hard you up it's time. hard and in order to do anything in life that's hard you have to you know you have to get through it you have to do it and yeah. I you nailed it with all sports like it, it and I can't remember what mom said it to me but like, we go cover signings all the time and like I remember I, I covered a signing and I went to a to a baseball game I can't remember which mom it was and she's like hey I saw you covered an Owlman signing I said yeah and it's like can how how great is it going to be someday when when you cover all our boys signing to go to college and I like looked at her I'm like what are you talking about and she's like well you know and she started rambling off Miles and Charlie and Bryce and Landon and blah blah and I'm just like Oh, I'm like, do you th I don't know who will or won't, but like, if you think all these kids are going to the next level to play college sports, like I've been doing this for 20 years. We've had one NBA basketball player, yeah, Jason Randall. Yeah. We've had a handful of football players and stuff like that. We can probably, probably a dozen or so, if not more, but um, that's a lot of kids. And then baseball players, I don't, we don't have a baseball player. We have a kid from Rock Falls, Jacob Junis, who plays for the Royals right now. We got a few in the minor leagues. But, like, it's not, it's not a, like, sports for me is I wanted to have my kids play sports to teach them lessons in life. And it's crazy because you look at all this crazy, busy time that we're having. I was just talking to Jen about this the other day. Like, you go from, like, how busy that is. But when you look at it, my, so Charlie's nine. He's been doing it for two, three years. 
He's got five more years of this youth stuff to get him to 14. And he's nine. He's going to turn 10 in, in a decade. Heck, in eight years? This is all done. Like, yeah. this is good. And you literally have the rest of your life that's way more important than what happened during these years. So it, this isn't the end-all, be-all. It's teaching life lessons and getting you ready for the rest of life. And you can go back and look and say, like, if you have a, a mean boss someday and you had a bad coach someday, you mm-hmm. can draw from these experiences later in life. But I just was really blown away when the, the mom was like, yeah, this is going to be great when all these kids sign to go to college. I'm just like, this doesn't... God bless you. I hope it does. And I'm sure some sure. of them probably will, but... That's, that's not, not necessarily should, that's, the goal. Yeah, that's but for a lot of people mm-hmm. and parents, that is the goal. And if you could do it, God bless you. It's great, and it's an awesome moment And to do that. Gosh, if one of my kids said they play college anything, oh, I'd be obnoxious. I'd be the, the proudest dad in the world. But you don't go into it thinking that kind of stuff. So it's just a little wow, different. Wow, you seem to have some feelings. That's nice. <laughs> Isn't it weird? That's really nice. <laughs> I'm actually a person. It's <laughs> I'm not just the big <laughs> dummy saying inappropriate things in the corner in the newsroom. Okay, but honestly, though, so people um, who maybe only know you as Matt Randazzo from TV, one thing that I've told you this before that I really admire about you and Jen. Oh, and I love I, this part. And I, admire, um, I admired you about this before I had kids. You guys don't complain about your kids. No. You know, some people really talk bad about their kids yes. a lot. Yes. And before I had kids, that really bothered me because I didn't, I didn't understand it. And now even after having kids, I don't understand. Yeah. It's one thing to talk about the silly things that they do and the minor inconveniences that come mm-hmm. with having kids. But you guys, you guys don't they're bl- ever they're complain. They're and you that's know that. How, no, that's how I and totally feel. But but I do feel like there's a lot of negativity around pregnancy and complaining about how your feet hurt and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's negativity around. You, yeah, you oh, got you pregnant moms are the worst. No, I just. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I love you guys have never ever done that, and I really admire you for oh, that. Oh shucks. No, it's true. I mean, we that's that's number one in my life, and you see me. So anybody who watches our news, if you see me at the end of sports chatting with with Jim and Denise, that means I'm actually there. But like tonight, when you see me at the the big monitor that I have mm-hmm. and say, guys, back to you. That means I taped it earlier and I'm out. So today I went to go cover football practices, but there's a lot of times that I'm out at Charlie's baseball game or I'm at Colton's basketball game and I'm out doing the parent. So that's what's cool about like this business is hard. Like it's hard to have like a, a wife and a family and four kids. It's crazy to be able to continue to do this. We're lucky at WQAD that we have the management that actually gives us some free freedom oh boy, and some leeway. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm like, kidding. They, like they listen to this. Come on. <laughs> so, um, so we're lucky about that. But that, that eventually is something that really concerned me when, when Jen and I were starting to date and get married. It was just like, how long am I going to be able to do this because I do want to have kids. I do want to have a family. And you'd look around in the newsroom and this isn't, I'm trying to think back. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody, but there wasn't a lot. Of, I didn't look around the newsroom at that time. So 2005 or six or seven or eight and say, boy, there's a lot of great examples of like big, huge families that are successfully doing this. And so that would always worry us and worry me. But like you look at James, wife, kid, mm-hmm. great, happy. Um, you guys are doing it now. I'm, we're doing it. It's, it's different. It's harder. Early years are great. My best years of my life, and they're continuing because we keep on having kids, is like these mornings with the kids. And like we don't ever, we've never paid for for daycare because one, we have good, great. My in-laws watch them, and and my wa- my mom watches them. But like I watch them too, so I'm home during the morning. So I have from you know until about noon to hang with the kids. And my best, like they all know like. 
and that you can tell by looking at me, but to go work out and be healthy because we'll go to PepsiCo at Augustana and like their best memories is going to PepsiCo like four days a week with dad and running around and playing basketball and stuff like that. So it's not an easy business to do this in. And if there is ever a day that like, unfortunately they come and say, no, you have to be here at six o'clock and we're only going to have two sports guys instead of three. We have Celia that we just added who's Mm -hmm. fantastic. And like, you're not going to have the time to do this kind of stuff. That's probably the time where I need to go, you know, find something better to do. But like until that point, you can do this business, you can do this job. And I tell people all the time, there's things that I get to do and little stupid perks that like I, people would think are stupid, but I, I absolutely love giving my kids. Like my kid, Charlie and Colton think that Chase and Randall is their best friend. That's and so they literally, cute. they yeah. literally mm-hmm. do. It's crazy. And it's like, because they met, they met him, they met Ethan Happ, they met Nicholas Bear. Charlie is, is the smallest kid in the world. And he's a, uh, He's a point guard. He's a little kid. And he wore 51 last year because that's who Nicholas Bear is. And that's who he wore and all that kind of stuff. So it, that's little cheesy stuff and the, the, the fun of being able to take him to an Iowa game. And like after the game, going to meet the players and run on the court and stuff. As, that doesn't replace like being a dad or anything. But it's those extra little things that I can do that I think if I can keep doing this for as long as I can, they're going to remember and enjoy. Yeah. And like Charlie, for the first time last year, came in and did a high school football or high school basketball Friday night with me. And I never wanted to start it because I'm like, once I think I start it, like he's going to want to do it forever. And now before the season even started, Colton came up to me the other day and said, Dad, can, can me and a friend, maybe Zach, can we come on a Friday night to watch you do football and stuff? Aww. And I'm just like, yeah, that could kind of be cool. So, well, and the thing is, and, and you'll find out, I think, with your kids that none of my kids care at all that I'm on TV. Like they don't think it's yeah. they don't think I'm I'm special. They don't sit there every night at six Much and ten. Much to your chagrin. No, I know it. I'm like, <laughs> and I tell them like, well, and like Charlie would be like, why are you parking here? I'm like, well, because Daddy's a big deal, so he can park wherever he wants to park. But I was like, Dad, do we? And the worst is when Charlie would go like, Dad, do we pay for this? And I'll be like, No, we didn't. But that's not the point. Like, shut up. <laughs> but uh, so like they don't care that I'm a, they, at all. They could care less. They all yeah. have a little phase. Like Ch- Carson's in that phase right now that. So on Friday, we went to Iowa City. He's for your media littlest. Day. He's, yeah, he's my two-year-old. He's two, two and a half. And we went to, um, we went to uh, Iowa City. Well, he was still up at 10.30 when the news was on. <laughs> and, of course, I came up from my pre-recorded thing in Iowa City. And he's like, Dada, Dada, Dada. And then he'd look at me laying there and he'd go, Dad, Dada, Dada. <laughs> and then he'd look up and he's like, Dada. Here's the most confusing part. And then I got done with the package and they threw it back to Corey. And he said, Dada. <laughs> <laughs> then he was really confused because we all look alike. So he's like, why is daddy everywhere? This so, is confusing. But they go through a little like, and then after that, they could, like, does, does Abram watch you and go, um, mama? I mean, uh, yeah, he, know, he knows it's me. And I think he really more recognizes my voice than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, Um, But obviously, I mean, Everett doesn't know what the heck's yeah, going on. So exactly. He doesn't know, but yeah. When they're young, they will. And then after that, like, my, I don't think my kids care one bit, which is the way I want it. Like, right. who is it? Somebody said, I love it when well, I get. Because really in your family, the big deal is Jen. Absolutely. I mean, Jen's the breadwinner. Yes. Jen's the high-powered that executive. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> ain't, like, what I tell somebody the other day, I'm like, Jen supports my sports habit. Yeah, like, she does. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, if I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to continue to do this if we, if she wasn't doing what she did. No, I'm, like, I tell people all the time, we're just at some place this weekend, and I'm like, my wife's the CFO of Palmer College. She won't, like, she'll introduce herself, and they'll be like, so what are you doing? She's like, I'm an accountant at Palmer. I'm just like, no, she's the CFO at Palmer College, and she's 36 years old, and she has four kids. 
and she's I'm just like, machine. and she's just like, stop, and she just shut up. And it's like, why? Like, tell people what you are. Like, I will tell anybody from because yeah. she busted her butt to get where she's at. And I'm not like a big, and you know me, this is probably gonna cause problem. But like, I don't get into like the women in a position, men in a position, and all that kind of stuff. I don't really think about it. Probably I should more. But then like it hit me, and I even said that to her when she got the gig. I'm like, you're 36 year, you're a 36 year old woman at a high ranking position in a, in a college. And I'm like, and you have four kids. I'm like, good for you. Well, five, because she has to deal with me. Exactly. So I'm the first person to be like, I'll jump on the Jen bandwagon and, and, and <laughs> I'll, I'll brag about her sense. all day, all day, absolutely. What would she say um, annoys her the most about you? Oh, God. Can you just name one? <laughs> no, I'm perfect. <laughs> I should be able to like hop right in and yeah. say this. My most annoying characteristic to Turner is that oh. I lead the lids off of stuff. I thought you were going to say my most annoying characteristic about you. No, no, no. <laughs> Turner is super annoyed that I leave the lids off of stuff. So like a blot, oh, like a bottle of Advil, I won't yeah, yeah. turn the lid tight enough. Yeah. And then you lift up the bottle and then the whole bottle of Advil like, I could goes do... spraying all over the place. That, that's annoying. Yeah. Well, like I could do a <laughs> bunch of stuff with Jen. Like Jen puts dishes in, in the dishwasher, in the, in the sink when the dishwasher is like sitting right there. And then okay. they just like pile up and it's just like, I mean, it, it doesn't take any more than opening up the dishwasher and putting it in. So, but who's the dishwasher loader? Does that mean that I you do have more to of eventually it. I think do I do it? more okay. of it. I really do more of it. Uh, I don't want to, no, we're not going to go on this road. <laughs> but no, so what, what do I do that, yeah. that annoys? I don't, I mean, there should be stuff like, she's right. listening to this right now going, you do this <laughs> and you do this and the other day Come you on. do this. I don't know. She gets mad that I don't sleep a lot. Is that something? Well, I mean, yeah, you don't sleep Like, she a lot. gets really mad. She's just like, she'll wake up and she'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just got home watching TV. She's like, go to bed. Because especially during the school year, she goes to work at five. Kids start getting up at five, six to go to school. So yeah. it's like a four hour. And so she worries about that. I don't know. There's got to be tons of stuff that I do that annoy the heck out of her. Like a lot. Okay. So you guys just moved into a new house that you guys built. Yeah. Um, and... Can you give us a little insight into the house building process and how you guys worked that out? Because you guys were building what what is going to be your forever yeah, house. Absolutely. And so you knew you had to plan for four boys to tear this place yeah, apart. Yeah. So, I mean, how long have you been in it? Three months now? We got in in November, so okay. December. So we've been in it okay. for like seven months and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so how is it? I don't even How's feel it like we're out? in it. I don't you don't think so? Like we are, but like we still have unpacking to do. The, the living room furniture we mm, just ordered this talk. weekend. No, like, and like she ordered from Pottery Barn, I think. And I'm oh, like, so nice. when's this coming? I'm like all yeah, excited. CFO and she's like, indeed. And she's like, I guess. And I'm like, when's this stuff coming? And she's just like, two or three months. I'm like, why? And she's like, it's a minimum eight week thing. I'm like, where's it coming from? Like, who's making this? White but, um No, she, um... <laughs> The whole process, she, I mean, I honestly, she did. I think that may have annoyed her more than anything else was because I was just that guy that was like, I don't care. I'm like, I told her going into it, I wanted, I, which is nothing. I wanted a three-car garage, which obviously you're going to have. Um, I wanted high ceilings or vaulted ceilings. We mm -hmm. have high ceilings. And I can't remember the third thing. Other than that, I didn't care. So she did a lot of it. And she really did. So we moved in with our in-laws. And God bless them. They're fantastic people. And I'm not saying that like sarcastically at all. And like at first, like it really was like the first two or three months, I felt sorry for myself. Like I sat there and I had like pity parties. Like we moved in maybe November. And so November and December and like even January, I'm just like, woe is me. And like literally it hit me one day, like we're inconveniencing the heck out of these two people. Yes. And like I'm sitting here feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> like there's no reason. Like I really did. I had like a, a mea culpa moment. I'm just like, well, I am just the biggest jerk in the world. And so, but it was, it was a tough, I mean, we were there, we thought we'd be with my in-laws for seven, eight months. We ended up being there for 11 months. 
That's so, a long time. Yes. And, and they're fantastic people, but like, there's yeah. There's a lot of you. And it's not like we, yeah. And it wasn't, so like the two, two of the boys had a room. The other two boys had a room. Then Jen and I had a room. And like, yeah, we were just on top of each other, but we made it through. And it was fun when we got the new house and stuff yeah. like that. No, it was good. But like she did, she, as always, like she did, she did most of the work and she did most of the decisions and I was good with it. I mean, but like, you I guys, yeah, I remember when you guys were talking about all just the different, uh, just all the decisions that oh, had to be made. Crazy. It sounded awful. And she literally made all of the decisions. Like that's crazy. she did fantastic. I still get to the point where like, and that's the hard part with kids is like, they I don't want to say they're destroying the house, but like, well, uh, yeah, they're living we in the can't house. Keep our house clean. So I don't know. We had Wheezy Q. You didn't go to Wheezy Q. No, I didn't. Okay, so you. that was a topic of conversation. This sounds bad, and she, I want to get a cleaning lady. Yeah, I think you should. Do you like right? Yeah, I think you should. Does that make you sound like like uppity or anything like that? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Like if, we have I don't four know. kids. Yeah. We both work long hours. I mean, and she's dead against a Jen or Jen. I called you Jen. Really? Didn't. She is, Jen is dead against it. Um, does it make her feel like she's not like doing her job or something? Jen doesn't like to spend money on anything that we can That's do That's true. No. Yeah. She's she, very, I mean, she's, she's CFO she, yeah. for a reason. She's very conservative. She's very with smart with her money and very, so I think I mean, she didn't even want to get herself like a new suit for her new job. Absolutely. You know, the best thing she did, and she'll hate, hate that I say this, but like, I remember she called me and she's like, hey, I got the new job. I'm going to go, I'm going to go buy some clothes. And I, she called me later in the afternoon. I'm like, gosh, that took a while. She's like. I spent $1,500 on clothes. I'm like, good for you. You deserve it. I'm like, absolutely. And she's just like, no, I feel terrible about it. I'm just like, no, you trust me. You deserve it. So she she doesn't like to like at all. So I think that's her big thing. But so this, and I'm not trying to get a pity party or anything. So tonight I'll go home and like I have planned because everybody's sleeping and I can, I have planned to clean the three bathrooms. Today I like, I scrub the floors in the entryway and stuff like that. Like my, that's what I'm going to do. And like, and then, then she'll complain that I don't get enough sleep. But like we have to get it done eventually. So like I'm a, and I, I, I've heard that they make you like when you know your cleaning lady's coming, you'll clean up the house because you don't want them to spend their time picking stuff up. You, you want, want them to that, spend yeah. time cleaning, so that'll force you to. But I don't think it matters. We have four kids that just destroy, destroy the heck out of it. This morning we, uh, um, I found out that Jen doesn't didn't want me to know, but it was raining all day yesterday. Well, the kids took a sled and they went mudsliding down the hills. Oh God! So I so like so I'm like up today and I'm like back on the back porch and there's just mud like plastered everywhere and I'm like looking around like what in the world happened and Colton goes I'm not supposed to tell you but we went mudsliding yesterday. Like, <laughs> we went mud so like what am I why would why would I spend money on a cleaning lady when that's just inevitable. Like I would get oh, mad God. that like they would come and clean and then they would destroy it. So I don't think until they get out of the house I'll worry about it too much. Yeah. I think I mean it's one of those expenses where if it truly impacts your life and it truly will make everybody less stressed, yeah. do it. But if she doesn't see that benefit, then it's probably not worth well, the money, you know? So, like, I'll come home at night, and it'll be late, and the house will be a disaster. And, like, so I'll start kind of getting cranky, but then I'll realize this poor woman worked all day, and then she had to feed and bathe and take care of four kids and mm-hmm. get them to bed, so I can't get mad. Yeah. And then I think it's probably the exact opposite, where she'll come home at, like, five and be like, oh, my God, this house is a disaster. And then she hopefully she realizes, well, gosh, she had to get kids up, get them ready for the day, do the things you do, and then... So I think it would make everybody a lot happier. But well, I'm, I'm losing this battle. I didn't think I'd bring this up on the podcast. <laughs> God, I don't even know if I'm going to tell Jen that this thing happened. No, I, I mean, we on the last episode of the podcast, we talked about like how money can make you happy. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean buying stuff, but it means putting 
money where it counts. Yeah. You like, know, and if that's where it counts for you guys, then, yeah. then I'm like, all about it. I'm not it. like, they look at our, my car mm-hmm. that I just spent money on. It's just like, I think it would make. Yeah. So, well, thank you for this talk. I think yeah, this is going to help. So um, I have to let you go because you have to go do another podcast because you're the OG podcaster Yeah, I here. didn't want to bring that up. But yeah, <laughs> we do our score podcast coming up. I do a podcast with the Hawkeye Report and I have to launch my own, which I don't know when I'll ever get to do that. But Well, maybe I could be a guest on yours. Yeah, no, yep. I can't talk about sports. Yeah, sports, 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 sports. Hey, um, so let people know where they can follow you on social media because I know you're a big social media guy. <laughs> yeah, is that sarcasm or is that? Well, I mean, you have a pretty big following. Yeah, I do well. Twitter's better for me oh, than. Well. <laughs> yeah, I do well. Okay. Um, at Matt Randazzo for Twitter, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's at Sports World. That's what we do more of and yeah. stuff. And then well, and the score. Yeah, and the score at the score WQAD, and then we have um on Facebook. I'm just at. WQAD Matt Randazzo Matt Randazzo WQAD yeah one of those two <laughs> okay I should know that better um, I don't do Instagram I need to start like yeah. I have it it's out there I think people I don't even know I don't even know how to get logged on to it I should look at it that's the thing isn't it yeah like people like the gram yeah that's what Andy McKay calls yeah, it like the gram oh, well he's very active on yeah that. he is he is so. um okay so do you how about a little um just give a quick uh plug here for the score because that's starting next week or the following yeah no it's um the 30th so two weeks from friday um we're really proud because we're the only half hour sports football show in the quad cities about five years ago we realized that we were just running really fast and cramming a lot of stuff into like and it wasn't even that it was the fact that like we started getting like 15 minutes of the 10 o'clock news and then it was like we'd get like 18 and then we'd get like 20 and next thing you know we'd have like a three minute newscast and then like weather and then it'd come to us so we now do at 10 30 an entire half hour of high school football um tons of video tons of, of stuff like that Corey just popped on the corner looking at me um and, and the cool part about it is the games get over so late. So when we were going on at like 10, 15, we really couldn't get yeah. like everything done. Now the games come on at, or get over at like 10, 20, 25. So then at 10, 30, we, can, we have more scores and all that kind of stuff. It's good, basically. So August 30th. August 30th, 10, 30, WQAD. You love it. You watch it every night. It's the best thing I ever. love it. I'm usually driving home when it airs. Absolutely. I want to go home. You liked it better when we were in the newscast because then yeah, you'd have like I a five-minute newscast and go home. So I like going home. Denise, this has been a lot of fun. Hey, thanks so much, Matt. Um, you have just completed your very first episode of On a Mother Level. Yes, I love good? the name. The name is the My best. My sister-in-law just killed it with that name. I didn't even get so to tell happy. the story about how I met somebody this weekend that absolutely adores you. And she said to me, she goes, if something terrible was happening in the world, I'd want Denise to tell me about it. <laughs> and then she quickly went, please tell me she's as nice a person as she is on... And then Jen jumped in and was like, she's fantastic, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. God bless Jen. Yeah. And I said, Turner's great, too. Truly, truly your better half. Are we done? Uh, Yeah, we're done. Bye. You you have to do stuff, don't you? No, I don't have to do anything. Oh, so we're done? Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to On a Mother Level from the Tribune Audio Network. Tribune Audio Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.